Welcome to this week's End of Days Update, coming to you from Tulsa, Oklahoma. We had such a great time in South Carolina there in Columbia. If you're anywhere near Birmingham, Alabama this weekend, we'll be there Saturday night, Sunday morning, Sunday night at Word of Life Church. We'll have a great time getting into the Word of God. Once again, it's so exciting to see people every week in all the churches excited about the coming of the Lord. And that's what the End of Days Update is all about, is looking at what's happening around Israel that points to the coming of the Lord. Specific things keep happening every single week that are markers for us that tell us that Jesus Jesus is just about to come. And remember Jesus, he rebuked the crowd. He hardly ever rebuked the crowd because he always rebuked the Pharisees. But the one time he rebuked the crowd, he said, hey, you can tell what the weather's going to be, but you don't know your hour of visitation. England really likes it when I get into that. Uh, he's being very vocal this week again. But uh, it's interesting how Jesus wanted them to know. Remember in the Old Testament, you had the tribe of Issachar that had an understanding of the times to know what ch the children of Israel ought to do, indicating if you don't know what time it is, you won't know what you're supposed to do. So when we look at these things, it tells us how close we are to the second coming. And the very verses that we thought, you know, Jesus said of that day and that hour, no man knows. He was basically telling them, I'm coming back for you on Feast of Trumpets. It's so amazing. The verses that people took to make you think you can't tell when Jesus has come. Jesus was going, I'm telling you, a three-day period when I'm coming. So it's just a wild how we have all these verses about what it's going to look like just before he comes. Why? So we would have a heads up. He wants us excited. He wants you hopeful. He wants you strengthened. He wants you filled with joy. Why? Because when you see the finish line, you accelerate. So all this teaching and all this looking at these things is so we accelerate. It's not an escape theology. It's a hustle theology because Jesus is just about to come back. Super exciting. Let's pick up at what's happened uh, this last week. Wow, probably number one was uh, America finally uh, retaliated against Iran. Remember, Iran had been firing missiles into Iraq, where our embassy is there in Baghdad, to the point, finally, we retaliated this last week. It's kind of sad. They had about 17 casualties there in Syria, where America fired on those Iranian militiamen that had been firing on us. So it's in complete retaliation. So that finally happened. So in the middle of that, you had Iran fire missiles at an Israeli cargo ship in the Gulf of Oman. So... Israel retaliated uh, right outside of Damascus. Man, it's so interesting that Israel keeps retaliating against those stockpiles in Damascus, that Damascus could have so many stockpiles that every single week Israel's having to take out an armament there. And remember Isaiah 17.1 says that is Damascus will be removed from being a city. I said it last week, you're probably going to wake up one of these weeks in Damascus. Something's going to happen, kind of like that firework explosion that they had in Lebanon, and Damascus will be no more. So if you're going to pile up things, there against Israel, uh, uh, they're going to be taken out and something crazy could happen. So a lot of things keep happening with that. I mean, you have uh, Israel literally is continuing to be surrounded. Now I say that because Russia is building a naval, a new, na brand new naval port off of Sudan and the Red Sea. Uh, and notice how Russia has nine bases in Syria. Now it's going to have another naval base below Israel, just like Turkey had basically gone into Libya, gone into northern Syria, gone into the Gulf uh, there in the Mediterranean, going after Greece uh, oil supplies. So systematically completely surrounding Israel. So that's interesting that that's happening. Now every single media outlet in, in, Isra in Israel and in the Middle East are saying over and over and over again that Turkey and Iran are at a war of words over the northern part of Iraq. So Turkey keeps thinking they own the northern part of Iraq. There's a group of people there. They've always been fighting against the Kurds, and Turkey says it's ours. So you're seeing a buildup of that that points to the coming of the Lord. So many things are happening that show us, hey, Jesus is just about to come. You have Israel and the United Arab Emirates and Bahrain and Saudi Arabia forming a joint alliance 
uh, basically to protect themselves against Iran. So everyone's noticing in the Middle East how Iran is is pushing itself with this nuclear accord, how they keep breaking the nuclear accord, and they keep r- ratcheting up the enrichment of uranium. So the other nations are going, Iran's crazy. <laughs> we have to protect ourselves from this. So you see so many things like that happening that point to the coming of the Lord. And then you have all the natural things. You had like uh, three volcanic eruptions in one day in Guatemala. You had earthquakes in Oklahoma last week. You've got an absolute mass amount of earthquakes. You've got all kinds of stuff with asteroids happening. So uh, specific things keep happening. One of the things that happened this last week was with the Temple Mount. You had about 270 Israelis rush up on the Temple Mount. The Jordanian police went crazy because the Jordanians kind of are, are in charge of the Temple Mount. So Jordan came out against them again saying, you can't do this. And uh, everything's going to go back to that Temple Mount. In the middle of that, you had the 442 European Union parliamentarians come against Israel and with from 22 countries saying, hey, Israel, you can't annex any land anymore in the West Bank. And that land in the West Bank already belongs to Israel. What you're going to see in the future is over a two-state solution, there's going to be all this pressure on Israel going back to the borders from the Six-Day War. And that's the big deal from 1967 when Jerusalem was won back. So I always say it every time I talk about it, these other nations shouldn't try to annihilate Israel because every time they do, Israel gets up, it takes more land. They don't really take more land. They just gain more land that God already promised them. So it's amazing to watch it play out right in front of our eyes. It is so cool that it's going to be just like how Joseph presenting himself to his brethren. Jesus is going to present himself to the Jews right here at the very end. So with all these things, we always go back to the scripture. Uh, the, the scripture is so clear and so plain about what we can look at because of signs. Number one, Israel made a nation. Number two, Jerusalem won back. Then you got the Hebrew language restored. Then you got the Ethiopian Jews brought back. Then you got the fertility of the land of Israel. You got the revival of the Roman Empire. You have the Temple Mount Institute. You have the ritual baths around the temple fill up with water just in the last few months. You had a fish show up in the Dead Sea. Amazing. You had foxes show up on the Temple Mount. Pretty crazy. That's from Lamentations 5.18. So you have all these things that point to his return. Then you had Rabbi Iksak Kaduri talk about uh, Jesus being the Messiah. Freaked everyone out. They opened a letter a year after he went home to be with the Lord. And in that, he prophesied that just before the, the coming of the Messiah, Israel would be ruled by two Benjamins. You had Benjamin Netanyahu and Benjamin Gantz decided to jointly rule Israel this last year because of COVID. I don't even have time to talk about how COVID is so uh, amazingly attacked Israel, but they've had 8 million vaccinated in Israel, and they just opened up the airport this week so that flights can come in and out of Israel. Israel's been completely locked down. But all kinds of stuff keep happening that point to the coming of the Lord. So we're so blessed. And then you have signals. You, uh, The Bible said that the planets would be for signals for us. So you had blood red moons on Passover and Tabernacles a few years ago. Uh, remarkable. Passover is when he died for us. Tabernacles is when the second coming is going to be. So the heavens are screaming, I died for you and I'm coming back. So you had four in a row. NASA called it a tetrad. When's the last time you had four in a row on Passover and Tabernacles? 1967 when Jerusalem was won back. 1948 when Israel was made a nation. And 1492 at the Edict of Expulsion when the Jews were kicked out of Spain. So remarkable. Signals from heaven. Then you have the Bethlehem Star this last year. That's amazing. Jupiter, Regulus, and Venus coming together. The constellation was Virgo at the birth of Jesus. This last year, the constellation was Leo. He's the Lion of the tribe of Judah. 
So all of these things are to show us we're close. So what, what do we do? We hustle. We, we have a two-minute warning mentality. We help our local church, help our local pastor. This is it. I hear people say, well, you can't tell when the Lord's coming back. Well, actually, you can if you can read. I mean, just like if you're driving from Dallas to Tulsa, the signs tell you how close you're getting. So we're so blessed. All of this information is because the Lord loves you so much. He wants you encouraged. He wants you strengthened. Your strength will be tied to your joy. You can't get much more joyful than knowing you're about to see the King. I heard one preacher, famous preacher, tell me, he said, Joe, if you preach on the coming of the Lord, you're just going to get everybody's hopes up. Uh, hello, exactly. It's the hope that purifies us even as we are pure. We should have the thought pattern that all of a sudden we're going to go from faith to sight. So we have a lot of work to do in a short period of time, but I'll say it again. We're going to go from faith to sight. We're going to see those eyes as a flame of fire, feet like a defined brass, voice of many waters, King of kings and Lord of lords, bright and morning star, lily of the valley, firstborn from the dead, the brightness of the glory of God, the shepherd and the bishop of our souls, God himself, Jesus of Nazareth, so soon to see him. Wow. Well, we'll come back next week. We'll look at all the stuff that's happening with Iran, with Turkey, with Russia, with Syria, and we'll see what's setting up for the, the grand stage of Jesus coming back to the planet. Have a blessed, awesome week. We'll see you next Wednesday. Thanks for joining us today at the End of Days Update. If you'd like to be notified every time there's a new post, just go to the edu at josephmorris.com and subscribe to receive email alerts. If these posts and updates have been a blessing to you, please consider making a one-time donation to help get the message out or even becoming a monthly partner with Joseph Morris Ministries. Thanks again for tuning in to the EDU, and we'll see you next week.